Planning for your next trip? Elevate your travel style with Quince. Quince has all the jet-setting essentials you'll want for your next getaway, like European linen, premium luggage options, buttery soft Italian leather bags, and so much more. And it's all priced at 50% to 80% less than similar brands. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe and ethical manufacturing practices. Pack your bags with high-quality essentials you'll be wearing for vacations to come with Quince. Go to quince.com trip for free shipping and 365-day returns. Life is full of what-ifs. Some awesome, like what if AI could fold your laundry? And some, well, less awesome, like what if you have unexpected medical costs? United Healthcare can help get you covered with Health Protector Guard Fixed Indemnity Insurance Plans. They supplement your primary plan to help you manage out-of-pocket costs. No deductibles, no enrollment periods, and especially no more what-ifs. Visit uh1.com to find the Health Protector Guard plan for you. Right, hello everyone. It's the Instant Match Reaction. Uh, I'm joined by Bailey after Liverpool beat Burnley 3-1. Bailey, uh, that was... Um, I talk about the recency bias a lot on on the channel. Mm. That that felt loads better because of. I mean, look, ultimately the results, and we've said this for weeks. The results are far more important, particularly given the spell of games that we're in and what have you. But Liverpool kind of it, we had to go one down to really yeah. turn it on, and mm. once we did, the game ends up fairly comfortable by mm. the end. You know, couple of goal advantage, nice. Yeah, no, it's nice. I said to Matty at half time when we went outside, I was like, I I've, I could. Back in the past, you'd sort of you'd go into a game at nil nil, and you'd be like, because oh, you get the tense. And I was like, this Liverpool this season, I'm like, I, I have faith that we'll get a goal, even if it's just one at yeah. the death. And I was sort of like, it's, 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 it's a different Liverpool where you can go in at nil nil and sort of come back and be like, we've got this. You know, we're all right. We're we're good. It was a different test though because you're right, I, I, and I, and I, I kind of share that sentiment. We've eased our way into games a yeah. lot, and it's it's far more pleasant when we get that we get that breakthrough in the first half. But you you do trust that we'll get a bit better. And that, the thing I mentioned on my my match reaction yeah. was because of the nature of the Everton results, and because we're all fearful of everything at all times at the moment. There's a little party that won't help but won't help but think is. It's magnificent. It's the most magnificent end to a derby match in the history of derby matches. Yep. But there is a part of you that does also go. Took to the 96 minutes and took a goalkeeper edit to keep yeah. us on that, you know, to, to win that game for us. You don't want Liverpool to be on a lot of diminishing returns yeah. where every game becomes harder and harder because if you're going on that path, it means that inevitably you're going to stop when you're going to draw games and you're going to lose games. That's yeah. that you're on a negative spiral. It was great for us to just, and particularly actually from going a goal down as well, because that could have been that. Yeah. The side went, no, 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 no. Mm-hmm. No. When this is not us doing that, we're just going to flex our muscles. So yeah. to be able to to score the three goals, but I actually think in in coming back from a goal down, it shows another level of depth to what we massively. Got. And I mean, like the, the the style of goal as well that we concede is sort of like you see in our in the in the story of the match. We were sort of oh, he saved it. That's a great save. It takes about three deflections, ends up in the back of the net, and you're like, yeah. well, that is the most shit house way to concede a goal. And yeah. it's just it's it's it's, most, it's just diminishing for any team. But yeah. to then. Kick on instantly, come straight back, get a goal through James Milner of all people, um, and then just completely. After we got that one, I don't think there was any sort of nerves of, oh, we, we, this is going to go to the death here. And it was the, the law of diminishing returns. I didn't feel like we had that in that yeah. game, and it just felt like as soon as we got the first, the ascendancy was there, and it could have been four. Like we, we, we were after the three, we were like, yeah, let's, let's go for the four. We had that, there was that little spell 
that ends with Naby Keita having a little back heel flick that gets cleared off the line. Yeah. And you know, we it did feel like we were we were dominating at that point. And that's another thing that was really interesting was you that you mentioned that James Milner goal. And, and once again, James Milner yet to be on the losing side when scoring in a Premier League game in his career, which is mm. astounding. Um but apparently was it Jack Cork that they say? Yeah. Yeah. It was the same. Yeah. In your face, Jack Cork. <laughs> um but yeah, you know, having a player like that with that with that level of experience, with that with the quality to grab the game and, and he takes that game because Massively. if we don't score that, you, that that little the little spell that we mentioned that is just one of utter frustration not one of this is coming we're going to score yeah, we're going yeah, yeah. to score again so all the credit in the world for Mill yeah massive and like if, the, the style of goal is not too dissimilar from the Arsenal goal I mean he's comes to him in the on just the edge of the box in the centre of the pitch and it's sort of like all our attacking players are wide they're expecting a ball to come in the box and it's sort of like you see it fall to Milner and. I, d I didn't expect him to, to score it, but yeah. he's done it now against Arsenal, a massively crucial goal, mm -hmm. and now against Burnley. And it's sort of, it's it, everyone sort of talks about him being a, a brilliant midfielder, controlled, controls the game, but nobody really knows him for having finishing in the locker, especially mm -hmm. in. Uh, a game that's so crucial as that, especially in the finish that he pulls out, it's massive. And considering that he, you know, he, he plays the, 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 you know, the end of the game at left back as well, yeah. and he shows that what an important player James Miller is. And you mm -hmm. know, we were talking like a week, we, he gets forgotten about very quickly because all of a sudden Fabinho's in, Naby Keita's coming back, and mm -hmm. Gini Van Alden's had a really good season as well. And we mm -hmm. know Henderson's going to get game times, club captain, etc., etc. And you go. Oh God, where does James Milner come in? Well, look, James yeah. Milner's showing his, showing his worth. Uh, another player I thought, though, and, and he's actually he's integral in and around that, that spell as well. In fact, actually probably for the whole game. Probably our most consistently good player from minute one to minute 94 or whatever was Naby Keita. Massive. He has a massive hand in that Milner huge, goal. Huge. He picks the ball up actually a little bit more advanced than he had been at times during the game. He drives towards the box and he's got the wherewithal and the ability just to just to hold on, trust his ability. Mm -hmm. Divock Origi makes a, a very smart little run towards him, yeah. lays it off, and so uh, you know Origi gets credit, goal and assist now in the last two games. Yeah. Um, <laughs> but Naby Keita, I thought that was the first real performance from him that you could hold up and go, that's what we've been yeah. looking for, that's what we've bought. Yeah, I think that that's the key takeaway. Apart from Alisson, sort of another fantastic game from him, I think that was the cornerstone to this game of sort of the, the thing that we've learned. And I mean, you, you talk about Milner not finding a place in the midfield, but like you look at. The, the, the fume that's gone around across our own fans on Twitter and social media about uh, how poor the midfield has been in, in Europe mm -hmm. uh, and how it's, it's just not working. But Milner's been in those midfields. And he's, you look back and you look at um, the performances that he's putting in in the Premier League consistently and the likes of Fabinho coming in, Keita coming in, finally seeing some nice rotation there. For Keita to come in and get uh, a first start that phew, I'm, I, I, was, I was surprised that he was in, I thought we'd see Fabinho in again. Mm -hmm. But it was a nice addition and I think this... This will do wonders for his confidence, wonders for his choice, his chances of getting picked. Because I mean, we, we talk endlessly about needing a creative-driven yeah. midfielder and to actually put it on paper and, and prove you can be that player. Yeah. It's going to be massive for us. Well, when you consider that he basically played in a two with Henderson yeah. as well, so he's very, very deep. And I've said I wanted to see him a bit more advanced on the pitch. And I, yeah. Chris at the time pointed out. You cut. You don't want to lose him driving from deep. Yeah. <clears throat> when he did start to do that, when he started to back himself, if, I, I, I've equated this to Liverpool players over the years, and a number of them. And I always use the the example of, of the Incredibles and the moment where Dash realizes he can run on water. Yeah. It's that moment. If you think you're good, you know you're good. Yeah. And there's a moment where, and it happened for Kate in that game. It was just he just go. He just he just lightly accelerated, and he's passed his man. Yeah. And it was a bit like kind of like going. Oh wow, yeah, <laughs> I'm well better than all of yeah, you. And he, he started to do that. 
time and time again. And you're dead right. It's exactly what we've been lacking. And whether he'll be exactly... I don't think he's exactly Oxlade-Chamberlain shaped. Mm. But so I think you could also see his, actually, his ability you know, when, when we need him to anchor a little bit. Yeah. But he is... He looks absolutely made for the term box to box. Yeah, that's, I was actually about to say that. I mean, you, you do reference Ox, and sort of he is uh, the out and out ten that we're we're desiring. I think Naby offers more than that in a sense of, like you say, he, he was playing as a DM, playing as a, a ten at times, and it's the fact that not just his dribbling ability. I mean, his touch was fantastic. Yeah. The way he was taking players out of the game when when it was passed to him, even in the in the air, sort yeah. of. He's not the tallest guy, but it's just his awareness of players around him was fantastic. His distribution was brilliant. Mm -hmm. He is, like you say, the, the, a typified number eight role uh, that, you, that, that you could ask for. And yeah. I mean, I, I hope we see a lot more of him. Absolutely. And you think about that, we've been saying this for weeks, he's got that shot in him as well. <sighs> and he hasn't scored it yet. But, you know, he, 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 he's going to come. Yeah. Uh, he forced a phenomenal save out of, it, out of Joe Hart, which we, we, you know, we all know he can doubt to us, right? So that was always <laughs> going to happen. Like, yeah. But um, he, you know, he gets across, he has that little back heel flick late on as well. Yeah. If he scores any one of them, you're talking about a complete midfield performance. We'll caveat that with, the, with it being Burnley, of course. And look, I think they put up a really good fight. Yeah. And, and they'll be disappointed not to have held on to the lead, of course. But you know, the, the, the second bottom in the league for, for, for a reason yeah. going into that game. They're not great, so we still need to see more challenges. But I, I compare Cater to to Fabinho when you go back to the, the Belgrade Anfield game and you mm -hmm. go back to the Cardiff Anfield game. Yes, he needs to, to. I need to see that performance replicated against the top side. Yeah. But at this stage of the season, Cater was fine. Mm. You know, he starts the season reasonably well. Mm. He was crap against Napoli. He's then had that injury spell, and I think he's kind of gotten a lot worse in our minds a yeah. little bit for that. Mm -hmm. So just to be able to hold that, I say to have that performance, we can go. Okay, I now have a, a much greater idea of what Cater can bring. Yeah, it's now on him to just make sure that he does that week in week out, and again. you can see him getting better and better. Yeah, and better. I mean, we had this back to right back to PSG when we we're in the office, and. Uh, me, Ben, and Tom were looking. We sort of we got the starting eleven cards out, and we were like, right, this is going to be the midfield. We didn't pay credence to really Fabinho or Cater, mm -hmm. who are our most expensive midfielders that we bought, which yeah. is mental. Yeah. And they offer something so different. I mean, they both had so much promise. Nab Cater, especially with the year-long sort of build-up that he got, yeah. and because of his, his horrible injury, and Fabinho like not not suiting the the four-three-three too much. To finally see Fabinho have a brilliant game against Everton, mm -hmm. and see Nabi come in and have a brilliant game against Burnley. These are our two. Big star signings bar Allison yeah. that are now finally going, this is why we're here. Yeah, well, exactly. it's, it's brilliant. It, absolutely. And you know, the, the midfield I think has been the big criticism yeah, so far this definitely. so far this season. And even though I think Genie's had a very good season, I think yeah. Milner's had a very good season, I think Henderson's been sub subpar. Mm. Um but you, you you're right in so much as we've spent a hundred million pounds on, on midfield. We were looking to spend another what 40, 50 yep. million pounds potentially on Fakir, potentially yep. to go into midfield. Yep. We'll never know now, of course. Um so we we were clearly looking to revolutionise what we were doing in the, in, in the yeah. engine room, and now, as I say, we're starting to see it. the next step is Fabinho and yeah. Cater in the midfield. Yeah, and I've, I said this weeks ago, the, the the team that starts the season is not the team that Liverpool are going to have in the, in the running because we saw that last season as well. Yeah. We made changes. We you know players got better, they fitted in better, they, they did better things. Mm -hmm. We have yet to see. I think Liverpool's. Best article. We've yeah. seen our best. I think we know what our best back five is largely, yep. and I think okay, chopping and changing of the formation. But at the minute, you you would still if the chips were down, you'd still say for me, you know, Salah yeah. Mane is your best today. But that midfield today, have just having that bit more creativity and having a little bit more mm. bite. Again, this is what this game hopefully will be. We'll be able to look back at it and go, 
that was when Naby really started his Liverpool career. Um, great to see uh, Daniel Sturridge have an impact. Great to see uh, Origi having a little, a little bit of an impact, albeit maybe not quite the revel- you know, revolution. <laughs> I think everyone, everyone, after, the, for. after the goal, everyone was sort of expecting to come on and get a hat-trick and be like, well, this is Divock's, Divock's coming in instead of Firmino now because he's yeah. he obviously had that glorious thing. But it was just it was nice to see him get some minutes. Yeah, absolutely. And... Uh, Shakiri getting another one as well, and yeah. it's these little moments in the game. Is I mean, the biggest blow. In fact, we'll we'll, we'll go just touch on quickly. Of course, losing Joe Gomez yeah. in the first half. He's going for a scan tomorrow. Apparently, okay. um, Klopp said he didn't seem particularly up, upbeat about it. it. Good, did it? I mean, it was fortunate that it. It's fortunate that it was Burnley yeah. in that. It was a good game for Trent to come into. I thought using mm-hmm. his creativity, and he was looking, massively influential. Well, look at his, you know, him and Shakiri on the free kick that yeah. leads to Van Dijk, that leads to Firmino, of course. Mm-hmm. Um, but if we were to lose Gomez off the bat, that would be that would that has the potential to take the shine. I mean, what we've done. There. I mean, Tom said himself, sort of uh, in in the story of the match, that's that could be our the, the worst player to lose in that situation because, I mean, your front three, you've got Divock can come in now. He's sort of he's had a goal. Sturridge is still a, f- a fine player to push. You can push Firmino and Mane or Salah around on the wings. Gomez is our Tom said it himself. Probably you can argue one of our best centre back, even mm. our best centre back. I mean, he's he's. Him and Van Dijk's partnership has been so crucial yeah. to to sturdying that defence and just and, and going away with these fears of what we mentioned earlier about yeah. going to an nil-nil last season. We'd have been we'd have been terrified. Whereas now, because of Joe Gomez, he's come in at, at 20 years old and been like, "Look, I'm the man." And yes. and it, it, it's just a shame because he's. I mean, he, he missed a lot of a lot of last season with injury, and he's just finding brilliant form. You, yeah. You'd hate for him to now take. Time out and yeah, I think the good thing is we are we're okay. We're in better shape. Yeah. I think we've been in previous years. I mean, the fact that Dejan Lovren. I mean, we we don't quite know what's going on with Dejan Lovren. I guess he'll still, Weird. but you know, Lovren. We know Lovren can come back in, and we know we've got Trent for, for right back. And if we need to, Nathaniel Clients, you can do worse options than putting Nathaniel Clients yeah, in terms of rotate Trent. Of course, you know. England, England right back, Nathaniel Klein, eighteen months ago or whatever. Yeah. yeah. Um, but no, it is. I think because we're all just so made up with Gomez that I think everyone will be crossing their fingers and toes tonight, hoping that he that he is all right. Yeah. But um, just just brilliant. I mean, the fact that it was another one of those examples, Bailey, where you know Man City went and did the business and they ended up making Wofford gave them a bit of a, a bloody nose at the at yep. the end of that game, of course. But they got through it, and it means that you know the gap goes to to five points, and Liverpool are then playing catch up this time yep. around. And it's just another example where I'm sure though I've seen a couple of Man City fans on on social media who were just like, "Oh my God, I can't! Why are Liverpool still here? They need to they need to fuck off." Yeah. Um, yeah. This is what we're doing. You know, we're, we're now heading into a weekend with Bournemouth uh, Bournemouth away. Look, we're terrible at early kickoffs. It's a long way to travel. Bournemouth, of course, there's problems. So it will be a very, very it tricky game. Mm. But we've now we've now played the the game such that we get to lay the gauntlet down for Man City this weekend. Yep. If we can go and get three points against Bournemouth, we'll go top of the league, and then we'll be saying to Man City, "Go Come and out. beat, go and beat Chelsea, yeah. go and see if you can beat Chelsea." And Chelsea, on the flip side, it was a comment by our, from from Ben Kelly as well, from, from uh, one of our one of our good mates on the on the channel, mm-hmm. who said, "You know, this is um, this is Chelsea's." Almost chance to keep themselves in the title race, so there's a real impetus yeah, for them to go yeah. and do something. Having dropped point. more points again, like so, look, Liverpool have done have done what they needed to do. Mm-hmm. They've actually done it with slightly more style this time around, yeah, ultimately. Massively. So, you know, we can go in with smiles, we can go in take a deep breath, and we can actually look forward to the weekend. Yeah, and I think I think it's perfect. Like we were going back saying about um, 
I was saying about Fabinho had a fantastic game at the Everton, Naby's had a fantastic game. Now, I'd like this weekend to be where we see them both together. Yeah. So I'd love to see Fabinho in the DM, whether it's a 4-2-3 win or not, and Naby in the same team, because I, I personally think, and I think a lot of fans think, that is how we should hopefully end up. Mm -hmm. uh, whether we sign someone in January or not, that's nobody knows. But with current players, we've got our best 11 on paper is having Fabinho in the DM with utilising Naby's sort of number eight role. And mm -hmm. I'd like to see at the weekend, both of those players on the pitch just... Just to just to try and just to see it. Just to see it. Like, well, if it clicks and it's brilliant, then look, you want the blueprint. You could isn't be Napoli. You know, you could be leading towards Napoli. You could be. Le the thing is, we've got. There's a lot of games coming up, and yeah. you just want as many many of your players in as good form as possible, and you yeah. want to have as many. You want to be able to get as many players right in the right headspace playing playing together. So yeah. no, I I completely agree with you. I I want to see what our final form looks like and when it starts to take shape. Mm. Um, Right, Chris, we'll be doing the final word show tomorrow. So if you've got more analysis of this, you can get it. We've got you covered on the RedmenTV.com. So about 60 minutes, getting into it, getting into the into the nuts and bolts of this game and a whole host more. There'll be the Man of the Match podcast as well. It is free for the first month. And the best thing as well is that if you leave a decent comment on things we haven't discussed or a question you want us to cover, it'll be pulled into the final word show. We do that every week as well off the back of these. So please do leave your comments below or if you really want to get in touch a bit quicker and expedite the process at the Redmen TV on Twitter. Other than that, thank you very much, Bailey. You're that welcome. has been very, very pleasant. Hope you've enjoyed it. Uh, five star ratings on your podcasts as well, please. <laughs> and uh, yes, yeah, see you for the final word.